0: Episode 18 of the Behind the Hedge podcast. My my real name is Tat, and today I will be your host guest. I'm joined by my co-hosts, Brian, Jake, and Vex. Echo was defeated, as we will get into shortly.
1: So I'm going to do housekeeping now. Um, Obviously, normally Echo does this, but uh, yeah, we've been keeping score of the battle. And unfortunately, right now, it's Corona 1, podcast 0. So echoes um, <laughs> echoes out for today. Um, I don't know when he'll be back. Hopefully he'll be back next week, but we'll see. Um, and but that's all we have for housekeeping because I, I'm sure that he had some other stuff to talk about. But I don't I don't know probably so. really <laughs>
2: important things that our viewers or listeners would care about. But we don't. Yeah, we don't information. i don't, know. No, I don't know. Well, so, you know. So it's
0: pocket dump time. He did have some uh, some email from a, uh, a certain listener named Tat, but you know he's not here to read it. So whatever.
1: Oh, but you know what? I can check it though. I shame. can check the email. Hold
0: on. Oh, it's not even that interesting, man. Don't even, don't even bother.
1: I can check if we had other emails though too. So hold on. Okay, we'll we'll start at the pocket dump while yeah.
2: Brian's checking emails then. Uh, so Tat, what are you carrying today?
0: Um, today I was carrying the uh, Trevor Burger, Lexk. Um, you know, good little knife. It's a, it, it, it's better for me than the, uh, just the the regular one because the regular one doesn't fit my, you know. Bulk cans. Um, other than that, I have a machine era pen because um, I, I I know some of you guys are into pens as well. Um, I got a little pry bar thing, um, and I had a, a trashy slip joint because uh, you know it seems like everywhere I go people are asking me to borrow my knife because they need to the screw in a screw. So,
1: you know,
3: <laughs> Bring that's a
1: yeah, no, you need that a. Yeah, that's why you need a Swiss Army knife because it actually has like a screwdriver on it sometimes. Ooh.
0: Yeah, but then I'd, but then I'd be a dork.
1: Yeah, that's true. Oh, <laughs> okay,
2: throwing <and> shade. <laughs> All right, on to what I'm carrying today. Today I'm carrying the whaler and also a Victorinox. <laughs> why do you have
0: both? <laughs> Nerd. Uh,
2: the, the the Victorinox uh, because it's really slim, it fits in my watch pocket, and it has a bottle opener on it. And I've been drinking a lot of glass bottle of Dr. Peppers lately, mm. um, so that's what mainly what I've been carrying. Blade
0: HQ? <laughs> yeah,
2: you know what? No, because I'm not nearly wholesome enough. But thank you.
0: That's true.
1: You're mm-hmm. telling me that you can't use the pen blade on your whaler to open bottles?
2: If I had the strength to open that pen blade, I could just rip a bottle off with my bare hands. Nah, that's true.
1: Because no, I thinking, I can like, get it out, yeah. but it
2: feels like it's gonna rip my fingernail off. Because I'm
1: thinking mm-hmm. like the pen blade is so secure once it's open. Like once you can actually manage to open it, you could probably open it's a a it. It's basically a
2: fixed blade. Yeah. So, like pretty much. All right, Vex. What I do you am got carrying today? my what, what, what expensive ass fucking knife do you have? <laughs>
4: gorov r Of course the you best are. Best <laughs> Gorov to ever exist. Like, why do you even buy it at any other ones? The F95 is. Flat, flame up, frame lock, flipper. Oof.
1: I kind of want a hot TR. ER. <clears throat> up, flat is TR. justice. Flat is justice, by the way. But continue. Yeah,
4: no, I had a hot TR. they Are nice? It's just a F ninety five with a carbon fiber scale or whatever weird material they're using. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Allo-Tex. it's a great knife. F three R. I mean, there's nothing I could say bad about the knife, besides that it's eight hundred dollars. What, the, what those, Like nine hundred dollars? Yeah. That's the bad thing about it. Jesus Christ! So you finally, I actually secondary. like? What?
1: Um, I like really that like. the F3R has the bear logo on the blade. I actually like that. I don't know, dude. The, the bear logo is the best part of a Sheer Gore knife. It's <laughs> the best part.
2: <laughs> yeah. Not the rest of it. No, I just I like the bear. I like cute logos. That's a cute logo. Yeah, I love that like Their logo is my favorite, dude.
1: When I look at my Sheer Gore of Neon Light, like when I had the real one. It almost looked like a clone to me, just because, like, it doesn't have anything on the blade. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, I do like the like logo that on the logo's blade. Actually there. Yeah, yeah. Um, or on the pivot, that's cool, too. Like, pivot screw, but...
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah logos on pivots, there... A lot of, like, Chinese companies are doing them, but I
1: think there should be more. Mm-hmm. I really like them. Hey right, Brian, what are you carrying today? Um, well, I just buried, so I don't carry anymore, I just bury... Um, I buried a couple knives uh, last night. Um, one was my GEC, which I did a review of, by the way. Just you know, go ahead and watch that. I'm not you know trying to plug it or anything, but I'm just saying, you know.
2: I'm gonna argue <laughs> with you real quick. I don't think um, anyone can do a full review after having a knife for like 48 hours. But all right. But I think
1: <laughs> I might. I think I may have put my GEC through more than most people have put in their entire lives on some of their traditionals. So. You know.
2: Before or after the review, though. <laughs> hmm. <laughs>
1: <Anyway>. <laughs> so um so yeah so the GEC was really really nice um while it lasted um I and like I said I did a review on it but um I did end up prying it apart with a with my uh, spider coke um <laughs> Capri-a. so yeah yeah just you know hammered it tip first into my GEC until it came apart and so now it's in pieces <laughs> Um, you just pissed off like half our listener
0: base. <laughs> can I just can I just say that you said you put you basically put the knife through its paces, but I don't think just destroying it is considered putting it through, <laughs> it through its paces, man. No, I mean I those little usually, things. Yeah, dude, I don't think usually reviewers review it by just destroying the damn thing.
1: You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, Advanced knife bro does. I mean, well, but see, I can attest to the sturdiness of the construction in a way that other reviewers cannot right like you know what i mean cuz well yeah but I, isn't it like dead now so it's not that sturdy mm, no well it, but it, it took, took a lot a long of effort. time
0: to
3: die it, take a, lot it took a lot of effort
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah I mean, everything's going to die if you try hard enough right it's just about how much effort it took you know so anyway that's one um the other knife is the um small sabenza in singo um small sabenza 21 in singo um I'm going to go ahead and blame that one dying on the fact that it's that one was made in 2015, so it had the uh the softer heat treat. Um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I hammered that one into a bolt, and then, you know, it like <laughs> Yeah, so whatever. It's and then you know, <laughs> it's all good. Um but I don't really have any knives that I can carry right now, like for some reason. So Not near um, um Oh, that hinder is dead too, huh? All right, you don't. That'll do okay. it. That yeah. will do Wait, it. did
2: you sell the hinder or did you? I like, still have kill it.
1: it. No, I actually have a reblade ready to go, but um, my surface grinder, uh, that was some bad news. So I can't it's do I can't put it. Yeah, I, well, <laughs> yeah, that was not even my fault though. But I can't even reblade anything because basically I had the surface grinder shipped from the East Coast, and uh, whoever the company that shipped it, Roadrunner, they somehow destroyed it on the way here. So now I need to call them tomorrow and see if I can get like reimbursed or something or whatever. Um, hey Brian, but yeah. got, a, mm-hmm.
0: got a question for you. Have you ever uh, have you ever had personal contact with Echo? Like, have you ever shook his hand or anything? Nope, nope. Um, I haven't oh, met I mean, anyone. That's just weird. Yeah, it it just seems like everything you touch ends up dead. You know what I mean? Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> He's a grim reaper. I mean, like every
0: knife you've ever had, and I mean that 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 surface grinder. I mean, it already knew. You know.
2: I actually <laughs> own a knife that was in Brian's personal collection that is not dead. Which one? The um Isham Abstruse.
4: Oh yeah, he he almost killed it. He he, he gave was, it that, mercy. That was, yeah, that one is actually Dude, he, that was crazy because I've
1: actually worked on it and it still lived. He fixed it. It's good now. Yeah, that, one, that oh, was, that was a strange one. That was
0: the Doctor Kavorkian of guys.
4: Brian gave <laughs> Brian take. <laughs>
1: You know what? I I actually um isn't Kavorkin the one who did like the the assisted suicide. Yeah. I would consider me I mean, doing that as a service to these knives because some of them are so bad, they don't even deserve to live. Like Oh, like
2: your G C. You yeah.
1: I'm just saying, you know, I don't I don't I'm not gonna I'm not gonna commit to that analogy, but you know, I will say that um some knives are just really bad and they should feel bad.
2: Okay, um I forget what you were even doing before the pocket dump. Oh, oh I was looking emails. for emails.
1: Yeah. Do we have any emails? Um, okay, let's see. So I think Tat's dying, by the way. Yeah, I'm getting feedback. Um, but anyway, so I got I got a couple emails actually. Or we did. Um Actually it's hard to find which ones are for the podcast and which ones are for the mini episode. But, okay, there's one from Mercon, Toby. Um, he said, please tell people to stop private messaging or Reddit chatting the mod team. Use mod mail, please. Also, the bot runs around every 24 hours right now. For a discussion, front flippers have been a big trend lately. What do you think might be next?
2: Um, I think thumb studs are making a comeback, honestly. Yep. That's what I was going to say. I think I th- button locks. I think they're
1: coming back.
4: Yeah, thumb studs and button locks. You a thumb
1: stud button lock is, would be amazing. Yeah. I'd love that. Yeah, but I would say I would say button lock probably is next. Um, if I if I had to guess, I wouldn't argue with that. I I enjoy that answer yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, Tat, you there? Are you back? Welcome back, Tat. Tat's back up. Sorry, guys. So, uh, <laughs> Tat, I... did you hear the question? No, can I? Sorry, my uh, headphones bugged out. So um, Mercon's question was, uh, front flippers have been a big trend lately. What do you think might be next? And we said thumb studs maybe and button locks.
0: Yeah, I think that's, a, I mean, that's a pretty good, good response to that. I mean, I don't know about button locks because, I mean, the smock. I mean, <laughs> well, no, I mean, really they were, the smock came out and everyone was real gung-ho on it for a while. And then it kind of dropped off. You know what I mean? Or are we talking button yeah. locks like those
1: really like are just button locks like the um, slim button pick-ins. Locks in general like yeah like slim pickings that kind of stuff so manual button locks well i mean yeah. look the, at slim pick-ins the slim pickings came out dude. and died though
0: that's uh yeah I, it's, I think, it's
1: done i think a lot of these button locks that have come out so far though are really ugly personal opinion but um i think if a good looking button lock came out it'd be really hot you know someone posted something on knife club today that was uh it was a cut
0: down smock like they shaved down the bottom of it and made the blade into an actual warning and that looked pretty cool like it looked more Sounds like the custom smock that looked sick but i mean I yeah think yeah i i'm seeing a trend where people are getting away from the whole i use my knife only to fidget thing and getting more into kind of using it you know what i mean yeah that's true so, yeah i can kind and see I think that. that's kind of what, where where button like locks like thrive is fidgeting and then I don't know. They, they seem kind of gimmicky to me, as far as thumb studs go. I mean, man, you can't be a good thumb stud, so I see that happening. But
1: yeah, going back to washers and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I mean that that seems to be you know really coming back. I think people are kind of getting sick of the whole uh, you know oh, it just has to be drop shutty thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there I, any, I don't. Anyone? I don't mind
2: drop shut on some stuff, but it doesn't need to be on everything.
0: Oh, yeah, I don't mind it. I mean, right now I'm playing with the uh, Trevor Burger and it completely drops shut. But um, it's not something that I need to have, like, 100%, you know?
4: <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, drop shut's definitely a, it's one of those things when you first get in knives. I feel like you chase for, then you get a couple and you're like, wow, that's um, pretty unimpressive.
0: Well, then you try okay. a San Moo off Amazon and you're like, oh, this this drops shut too.
4: Exactly. And then you oh, open wow, to it and you're like, oh,
0: it's not hard to make a knife drop shut if you have, you know, bad tolerances and yeah. It's uh, definitely
4: like, not a sign protection. of high quality.
0: Yeah, but
2: it it can be. But the problem is, when you get up to the high quality knives that drop shut, um, it just gets to the point where it's it's borderline dangerous half the time. and You're just
0: like, why the hell would anybody want yeah. this? I mean, I can drop appreciate shot drop shot. I can appreciate drop shot on a really good knife, like uh, like that Ranger that I sold cheap, like. That thing drops shut almost like it's on bearings, like without even like wiggling
1: it. Yeah, and it's and on my, that I kind of appreciate. Too. It. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of wiggles, um, we do have another email. <laughs> so this email is from um another uh. Okay, says from uh from Joshua. Hey guys, I'm a longtime knife club member, but I just found your podcast a few weeks ago, and I'm finally caught up. Please keep up the good work and keep putting out episodes weekly. I wanted to reach out and get your opinions on a few knives I picked up on the swap recently, as well as your opinions on some related topics. So, um, there's two knives that I listed. Um, the first is the CKF slash tough knives switch, which, I mean, do you, want to, do you guys want to talk about that one first? <clears throat> sure. First off,
2: thank you, Josh, yeah, thanks, for emailing gosh. us and uh, thanks for listening. Um, the Switch I've seen before, I think it looks really cool. I haven't handled one, though, of any of you guys. I handled um, one no. briefly.
1: Oh, well, what do you think?
4: Um, I liked it. Like, the finish is obviously good. Everything, the carbon fiber um, texturing is really cool. The weird um tough knives grind, like, the tip is, like, a zero grind, so it's, like, really thick. So it's obviously thick behind the edge, but it's not, like, supposed to be a user. It's a freaking $500 knife. That's, like, <laughs> hey, supposed man. to look cool. Anyways... Hey, <clears throat> The only thing I didn't like about it is the texturing under the clip, which is on the carbon fiber, so like it'll rip your pockets up. But that's my only bad thing about it. Everything else is so, good.
1: What um. I want to ask you, since you've a- fucking phone, oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What I want to ask you, since you've actually handled one, is you know that pocket clip looks dope to me. That milled pocket clip. Yeah, yeah. But is it comfortable? Like, is it? Uh, I can't tell from the picture if it's properly chamfered or not.
4: Um, I mean, the one I handled worked perfectly fine, like, the pocket clip right. was good to go, but like I said, the only thing that sucks is the texturing under the pocket
1: clip. So that CF texture is, like, really intense or something?
4: <clears throat> yeah, it's just, the, the the pocket clip I handled had really good tension, so it was not loose at all, so you provide that with the texturing, then your pockets are gonna just end up, like, um... Sort of frayed, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. messed up.
1: Um, is that Anno? Is it one choice color Anno?
4: Yeah, that uh, bronze. I hate bronze, but you know what? Bronze. What do you do? Bronze, bronze, bronze.
2: feels like a lazy <clears> annotization <throat> color to me. Yeah?
4: I
1: mean, I think that it looks good here, though. Dude, it looks really clean, though.
4: Mm-hmm. It has
1: the... I think the backspace is Zerk, pretty sure. And the pocket clip. Yeah. I mean, me personally, what I would do... Like, I'm not saying he should do this, but what I would do personally... Is, um, I'd probably, Oh wait, hold on that texturing on the inlay extends to the titanium. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I think that looks pretty cool. See, I was going to say, get rid of the texturing on the CF, but then, you know, there would be random texturing on the titanium, you know? Yeah. That's um, like the diamond. Yeah. So, I mean, okay, well that's kind of neat though. That's a cool detail. Um, yeah i mean overall i think i like i like i like how it looks a lot obviously like i said i haven't handled one that flipper tab looks really comfortable like to deploy yeah um it's like the op it's like the polar opposite of like a hinder flipper tab you know so
2: i wonder if the one he bought was x cars
1: oh maybe um Um, because x car won one on the knife raffle it's possible yeah um this was four days ago that he emailed us, so hmm, I don't know how the timeline mm, set up. Maybe not. But yeah, I mean, I, I still think it's a good knife. It looks very comfortable, et cetera. Um, this, the other knife that he mentioned was the Sharp by Design Evo Typhoon, American Tanto slash CF. Great knife. <laughs> yeah, you love that knife, so... I mean, I, I think the Evo Typhoon's obviously a great knife. Um, I'm not a personal fan of American Tanto, um communist. Hey. Wait, don't you like Japanese Tanto more too? Oh yeah. Who does not I was about to say I've asked well, you know, um, tanto. it is easier to get the american tanto for yeah. sure um it's also usually a little bit cheaper and you know it's still i think it's still a good knife i mean his main question, uh, in addition to asking our opinion on these two knives, is um, he wants to know if anyone can better explain how Brian Nadeau's integral detent, detent works and the pros and cons versus a regular detent. <clears throat> um, Brian, I mean, for me personally, like, it's <laughs> more. It's obviously more um, like structurally sound because it's literally milled from. The titanium around it you know like you mill the ti- you mill the titanium around it to create a nub pretty much right and that's obviously going to yeah, be versus
2: like a press fit ball right
1: that's obviously going to be more secure than just press fitting a ball like um on the other hand you know i think when it comes down to like action and stuff it really just depends on how you tune it i don't think there's an inherent going to be an inherent like you know good or bad thing about it well you um, get the double
0: clicky, which is
2: pretty cool yeah you do get the double click Well, you
1: don't. Well, you, you, well, the the Holt's do the double click, I think, but I, I don't know if um, Nado actually tries to do that or cares. I don't think he does. Um, cause if you ever look at the Holt one, isn't it like there's two steps? Mm, I don't remember. I believe I had so. One, yeah. The the version one, I I can't say exactly, but um, I I I'm pretty sure that you don't necessarily have to get the double click, although most people like it. So you know, I think the biggest um, advantage of the Nado.
4: Um, integral detent is um, with ball detents. You know how when you open all the way and you barely close the lock bar and you have to overcome the detent on the tang? You don't have to do that with any of the integral nubs because it's already a ramp, so it's smooth all the way down. That's the only really big difference I noticed with them. Like, there's no mm-hmm. overcoming the detent on the ta- tang of the blade, it's just oh, smooth I didn't even all the way down. That. That's that's one thing I noticed right away. So it's it's definitely a unique feeling like if you gave it to a Normie, obviously they don't know, but yeah, if you know knives yeah. and it's different.
1: And you know, this depends on your uh your applications, but um you know, let's say like for whatever reason, you know, you blowtorch your knife yeah. and you know the detent isn't going to fall mm-hmm. out like it would if it's like a detent ball, you know? Yeah, but yeah. no one
0: blowtorches so. their knives except for you,
1: Ooh. No, I'm wow. just saying hypothetically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hypothetically, if someone were to do that, um, you know, it would not be, uh, it would not affect the, uh, the one that has the integral detent. So, well, I yeah, guess I like, you were, like in a
0: smelting factory or something, and that 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 comes into play. Like, if it gets real yeah. hot.
1: <laughs> y- yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Right, So happen. anyway, <laughs> um, but let's move on. So we're gonna do um, our main topic now, which is pretty fast. I mean, um but I think we're going to do like a shorter episode this time, right? So let's see. Well, anyway, our main topic is um, knives in the media. So how they are portrayed in different forms of, you know, entertainment or on the news. Um, so we're just going to talk about that kind of stuff pretty much, pretty broad topic, but we have some examples ready. Uh, Jake, do you want to start us off there? Yeah, sure. So one of
2: the most popular examples that I've, um, seen lately in the past, you know, couple of years has been the, the John Wick series um, with his Microtechs. Um, there has been the Cypher, uh, Combat Trodon. I believe UTX-70 was used as well. And Microtech actually marketed these in a set that you could buy if you were rich. Um, they were really, really cool, actually. So they came with uh, three of the coins from the movie, um, a UTX-70, and one of the larger knives, as well as a pencil. And <laughs> um, because he, yeah, in the movie, yeah. he kills somebody. But like, yeah. Anyway, those movies are really good if you, if you haven't watched them. I don't like action movies typically, but those are awesome. And seeing a microtech was really, really trippy in those. Um, because normally, like, in the next movie on the list, it um, it's not super recognizable. So in this movie, um, one of the children actually uh, presses his double-action OTF, I think to the father's skull or something like that, and clicks out the button, and it... Obviously, because this movie shoots in his head and like stabs him. I think it goes in his throat, but either
1: way, it's way too strong.
2: Yeah, if you have ever owned a double action OTF, um, you can stop it with a piece of paper. Like it's it's definitely not gonna pierce somebody's. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. You
4: might like barely
2: stab yourself. Barely. Yeah, you might you might draw some blood, but that would be very very little of it. Yeah, even with a razor sharp knife, like it's not gonna do. Yeah, the spring is
1: weak. So, um, let's start there then. Um, so those are two obviously very different portrayals, (laughs) right. Um, of knives, although obviously, you know, when you're seeing a knife in a movie, it's pretty much always going to be for violence. Yeah. Um, yeah. 99% of the time, you know, maybe there's like a cooking movie out there where like knives are used normally, but even then it's not a folding knife. It's a kitchen knife. Right. Um, but folding knives are, by and large, depicted as, like, just for violence. You don't really see someone, like, using it for utility or something. Yeah. Um, Cut down some cardboard in so, a movie. Yeah. I mean, I I think, um, you know, Microtech, like, advertising that in the John Wick series is pretty cool. Like, you know... I mean, it's called the Combat True Dawn, right? So, you know, it should be, I guess it should be for combat. Um, uh, I don't know. Like... Do you think it's like do you do you think it's good or bad for for like knife people when when it's depicted um, like this? I think it it's
2: mostly bad. It's really cool to see a knife that you know in a movie. At least for me, it's it's really really exciting. Um, but they're almost always like you said depicted in a violent situation a weapon, and yeah. in a negative light.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, it's there. No one's ever pulling out a knife in a movie to like open a box or something or. You know, cutting cardboard, or there's one scene in the movie Collateral where Tom Cruise uses large sabenza to cut off like some zip ties or something holding someone's wrists, uh-huh,
4: yeah. and then
2: he immediately stabs somebody with it um...
4: <laughs> with the sabenza. <laughs>
0: but I mean, yes. can you? I don't know if you can say it's all really that bad because <clears throat> most of the knives that you see in movies, I mean, they are meant to be kind of you know combat tactical knives, right? I mean. I can't. I can't um, really think of a whole except lot except for the
2: Sabenza. I'm gonna okay. Except for the Sabenza, for sure, I But secret, I mean, look like at a lot. The, of,
0: the other, all the other yeah, ones on I'll the like list are OTFs. OTFs. The yeah. you know, I mean, in the Expendables, the Espada, you know, the Spiderco Harpy, all that. I mean, they're meant to be kind of kind of weapons. They're not just pulling out. You know your uh, yeah. your, your your I don't know your Delica. Name. Delica. <laughs> yeah, your Delica, right? And those you are the names that people look at and think, oh, scary. You know.
1: You know, you yeah. know what's actually hilarious though. There's a spider coat Endura in The Walking Dead.
0: <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I think silly. the uh, um,
1: the wife of the main character or something like carried a carried mm-hmm. an Endura. Um, I think she also carried it like the you know where they do it so that they like clip it so you can see the whole knife outside of the pocket. Yeah, that's how I carry. <laughs> oh yeah, here it is. Yep, found it. The boomer carry. The boomer carry. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, you know. Um, I do think that it doesn't really like in our examples. The these are sort of combat-ish knives for sure. Yeah. Um, but I think for the average person looking, they can't identify that as hey, that's you know called the combat trudon. It's probably meant for combat or something. You know, they're probably just see like oh, it's a knife that opens and closes. So.
0: Well, yeah, but it's not about the name, really, is it? I mean, it's oh, they don't even say, know oh, the name because. You know? Yeah, yeah this, is a, yeah. this is meant yeah, for Switch combat. Blade. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, like. yeah. I think any knife that opens and closes, though, they would probably think that. Um Also, it's like flashes. You notice they never show it for a long time. So you don't really yeah. ever get to yeah. think about it. Like, is that, you know, a knife for a combat? They just, they just see it like a flash of it, and they just go, like, okay, well, I know it opens and closes, and it cut things, and it's sharp, right? And it was used to kill the, someone. Um,
2: so. The two movies that are... Um, I have listed here with Microtech, John Wick, and, of course, The Dark Knight. Um, Both of those actually show off the knives for a somewhat extended period of time. Mm -hmm. Um, But to be honest, with John Wick, I'm pretty sure that's intentional like marketing. Um, And The Dark Knight, uh, I'm sure they had something going on with that as well um, for the amount of screen time that the Microtech
1: uh, combat trodon got. Right. I mean, a lot of the times what I notice is that it's not just that it's used for combat. It's also that it's used in kind of like, I mean, I like these characters personally, like as like an entertainment, you know, junkie, but, um, obviously like characters like Hannibal Lecter or, you know, like Joker in the dark Knight, you know, or the kid in it when he was like sort of possessed. Right. Yeah. Um, those are all sort of like creepy things, um, which it's sort of like the vibe you get is like creepy people use knives to, you know, Hurt kill people, people right. Yeah. Cause you can kill people with a lot of things. It doesn't have to be a knife. But, but at the end of the again, day, John might
2: kill somebody with a pencil. So yeah, yeah. and you know that's I mean,
1: that's why I included this quote right here. From it says the Jacker. I don't know why it's the Joker, but the <laughs> Jacker. <anyway. laughs> uh, um, so he, this is a quote <laughs> from right. The Dark Knight. He says, "Do you want to know why I use a knife? You see, guns are too quick. You can't savor all the little emotions in their last moments. People show you who they really are, etc., etc." Um, and then he says, like, you know, I knew that I knew your friends better than you did, and would you like to know which of them were cowards? But the point being that like you know psychos like knives because you can sort of See the enjoy yeah. enjoy killing the person right like it's more personal i respect um,
4: it just wait, i mean them. like i said i love
1: <laughs> i love the scene i'm just saying but from uh from the perspective of someone who collects knives and doesn't like it when people are scared of knives it is sort of annoying when you're kind of associated with like sociopaths for liking knives right because that's sort wait, of how the they're portrayed really generally said that <laughs> yeah. i don't know i like, I copied that from a movie site <laughs> uh I didn't, like, it's know, copy and paste. It. it's not even the same font but anyway i think i gotta I, take I, back what I, I said earlier
0: <laughs> i gotta take back yeah. what i said yeah. earlier because i'm flipping like a, a sham right now and it's flipping out just as fast as it might like a fucking um uh, otf would you know what i mean so people aren't probably you can't not gonna really be able tell. To tell the difference
1: right mm-hmm. in a movie setting when they just pop it out you're not going to you can't really tell if it's your first time seeing a knife like, oh, that yeah, wasn't that was out the front or that was, you know, from the side. It, it just looks like a blur. And then you see a knife pop out and it's like, oh, it's exactly. so whatever. Like, I'm putting this thing out.
0: in public. I mean, someone might might just think, oh, a switchblade, you know. Well, so, people have actually said that to thing. me
1: before. Um, like they've asked me if it's, if a knife I was carrying was a switchblade. And I would have to show them slowly myself opening it, that it's not a switchblade. And then they're like, OK, but you can still kill people. And I was like, yep. <laughs> but um but yeah, so I mean I don't know like not that we can do anything about it really, like you know, it it sells, knives are scary, and when scary people have knives that's even scarier, so um yeah.
2: I, and there's there's some of them um <clears throat> I put CSGO in here, um, Counter Strike Global Offensive, um, because it has I, I think it did a a lot for the knife market in general. Um, if you really like Maul Ninja ballast songs
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, because there are hundreds 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 of different types of weird spray painted ballast songs out there that people buy
1: yeah um I know for sure I think that's that's well for that segment of the market it's definitely huge um another interesting idea to me is how quick people die when they get stabbed in video in games? video games and in movies Dude
2: in video games it is stronger than a gun yeah
1: <laughs> it's like one slash and they're just dead I'm like what yeah, they're
2: just instant dead so I
1: I, I had a friend um, asking for a knife for self defense and I was like no it don't work like that <laughs> cause you see it when you, you see like, it it looks so easy or something. it looks so easy in games and in movies you know to, like to kill someone with a knife or defend yourself with a knife in reality like maybe you can get a cut in or something but I mean you know
2: if you don't kill them, they're gonna be really pissed off. Yeah, and, then, and they're, just, they, they're well, probably just, gonna beat you to death. They'll just take so your out, knife too, and you know, and whatever. they're gonna
0: pull out their CS:GO and smoke <laughs> it, with it.
2: Yeah, and then you'll have a Final Fantasy sor- style sword fight. But, so those
4: CS:GO
1: knives go for like thousands of dollars. Like, oh yeah, the like end game yeah. skins and stuff. They're they're ridiculous. But yeah, like, I, I definitely think knives are con- like sort of considered like overpowered. Um. Like I'm just saying, like, do you see, like, in John Wick, you know, the guys with the swords or whatever and stuff? Like, they just like when they like descend from the ceiling and they just wipe everyone out with one slash. I'm like, what? Like, and that's not. And the people instantly stop moving. Like, they're just like insta dead. Yeah. And I'm like, well, the the low level, the low level baddies are insta dead. The low the, level. the high level baddies can take like a bunch of stabs and stuff and keep going, but the low level ones are like, oh, I'm just, I'm just dead. You know, sword touched me. I'm, I'm dead. <laughs> Like not even like their throat or anything, just you know, cut my arm up and I'm dead. Yeah. So I'm like, I, yeah. I think it can come across to to the normies as being incredibly. I mean, they're still dangerous, of course, but being deadlier than they actually are. Um, like you could just oh, die very and easily. And I think from that's that. why
2: people are kind of like worried about them too, to some degree. They're like, oh gosh, a knife, like you can kill me with a knife. Like, yeah, you can, but it's gonna take a lot of hard work. <laughs> like it's it is most of the time unless you're trained. It is going to be very, very difficult to harm someone with a knife. Yeah. Well,
1: it's weird because, you know, if I'm working and I'm holding, like, um, a knife, I feel like to some extent people sort of think, like, you know, at any moment he could turn around and just stab me if he wanted to. And that i the idea as an intrusive thought is a little scary to people. But if you're carrying a hammer, that doesn't even, like occur to people at all where people think like oh maybe yeah. this car car mechanic could just turn around and hit me on the head with the hammer over and over again right but it's like you know and, and it, it should occur to. and them. the reality is both of those cases aren't going to happen most of the time right because most people aren't psychos and they don't just turn around and kill people but also like you could do it with either either tool at least I think oh. I would rather
2: be attacked with a knife than a hammer,
1: oh, hammer sounds really yeah. bad like yeah, yeah. <laughs> weapons are just <laughs> way worse in general I feel like yeah, I mean we'll we'll get into that in a sec, but let's let's move on from entertainment then. So <laughs> hold on, yeah. Oh, sorry. one last one. Yeah,
2: what actually got me into knives, like expensive-ish knives, was the show Dararara. <laughs> There's a character in there who uses a Spyderco Fonte three, and a teenage me spent forever trying to figure out what this knife was, and then I found it and I saw it was sixty dollars, and I was like, oh, that's way too expensive. Sixty
4: dollars, <laughs> that'll do it. Can I just
0: say that? I mean. When you think about it, most of us are probably into the higher end stuff. I mean, with the exception of Brian, because, you know, he just kills everything. But, you know. Hey, man. Do they really? Hey, I, Brian loves playing expensive it. stuff. <laughs> I respect it. I respect your resolve. But do they really think that people that are into these high end, like, you know, uh, customs and all that are really going to go around and, you know, cut people with them?
2: You know what I mean? The last thing I want to do is stab somebody and have my eight hundred dollar knife seized by the police. That's exactly well, what I'm Well not just saying. that,
1: like I wouldn't want to get yeah, my so Thorburn dirty with some normie's blood, you know? I'm just <laughs> see, you have to be more,
0: more Only the wary. Blood of a worthy enemy. <laughs> you gotta be more wary of the people carrying those like uh, those green zombie knives, you know, than people that are just into cutlery in general.
2: If you see someone with a knife that looks either gaudy beat all to hell. That's when you should be scared, <laughs> dude. I If, you see, I was if on, you see me
0: pull out, go on. Go ahead. Oh well, I was on the uh, streetcar the other day, and I saw this dude pull out like a mall ninja, like a neon uh, painted knife thing. Dude, he was also wearing some black Air Force ones, and I was out of there immediately. You don't want to fuck with someone like that. <laughs> black you know?
4: Air Force ones, yeah. Dude, black yes, Air Force ones
0: and a trash knife, dude. You want to? You you're out of there. I got off. It wasn't even my stop.
2: <laughs> now, but if you're yeah. scared of like me pulling out a pink and blue fucking millet torrent, I'm not gonna stab you with like a $600 knife. You can calm down, yeah.
4: But, but also, yeah, this knife is way size. too expensive to ruin.
1: Yeah, Think about the size of the knife, like it's legal to own and even you know carry a kitchen knife. I don't know why you would, but right, like a large kitchen knife. Um, Here in um, South Carolina,
2: we actually have no knife laws, so you, you can okay, carry well, anything. Um, you can carry anything from Cold Seal's catalog out in the public.
1: Now, I'm not trying to give advice to would-be criminals or anything, but I'm just saying, you know, if you're going to stab someone, your three-inch 3, your three inch, like, folding knife, which, which has a cheap lock that's probably going to fail when you stab someone, is probably not going to be as effective as your kitchen knife, you know? Or
2: your Cold Seal boar spear.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes. but you know i'm just saying like not like because i i'm pretty sure i saw a statistic at one point about how like most crimes are committed with knife crimes that are that happen are committed with kitchen knives um well that's because as like as a weapon they're way
2: deadlier than a three inch folder yeah i mean yeah like they're, they're there's no lock to fail they're significantly sharper if they're a decent one yeah let me emphasize that And they're 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 longer, they're more threatening, and they're more easily available.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, knives are terrible weapons. (laughs) But yeah, knives are a terrible weapon in general. Um, I mean, they're, yeah, they're great in, they're not, they're you know, anime or something, right? <laughs> anime. In anime, they're amazing. Yeah, yeah. because in anime, you can have, like, a knife that's, like, three inches, but... Oh, you can dual-wield knives well, yeah, in anime. Or, or even more, right? You can have, them like, 20 of them floating around you. But anyway, um, you, <laughs> you could slash one time and cut a mountain. Like, that's pretty badass. But like I said, you know, knives are overpowered, or they're, you know, in every form of entertainment. They just overpower knives. I don't know why. In reality, I struggle to cut plastic sometimes. Yeah, actually, the funny thing is, um, in anime, guns are really like underpowered. Like they, anyone, oh, they're, they're pathetic. Anyone who has a gun against like a monster or something, like good luck, you're dead. Like I already know you're you're you a low level character. A <laughs> but that aside, let's go on a knife. Like talk about some the way it's portrayed in news. So do you yeah, guys like whatever you the news see? Knives in news, worse. how do you see it portrayed?
2: negatively every time i've never seen anyone in the news go oh yeah here's you know this really cool fact about the knife market it's growing and a lot of people are using it for tools it's always like oh no nope, somebody got murdered with a knife
1: actually I i've, I've actually one. yeah i uh no? the
2: other well,
1: really? yeah dude
0: a while back i saw a news segment there was a dog that uh he well he was on, on a leash or something and he got caught like uh a, the leash got wrapped around a tree or something That can be super dangerous because it can asphyxiate the dog, right? And the dog's, you know, trashy owners were nowhere to be found. And this cop showed up. He just went went up, pulled out his folder and, you know, cut the dog loose. And they were like, oh, you know, good time to have a knife. So there's right, some
1: fake news. See, if if fake that news. was one of us, we a, a knife being portrayed in a positive light and a cop doing a good thing, fake news. <laughs> Moving on. Just if kidding. that was one of us,
2: we'd be like, look at my shiragorov F3R. This is what saved this dog's life. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. No, I Shira mean that's really cool. cool
1: I I'm actually um I'm actually like, it pleases me to know that law enforcement carry knives and use them as tools, like. I think that the more law enforcement does that, um, the less they'll see people who carry knives as just being criminals automatically, because they'll yeah. understand that they can be used as tools. Um, obviously, well, A lot of knife yeah.
2: companies, too, offer them, like, discounts that make stuff a lot more appealing, like Microtech, Benchmade, things like that. Right. You can get a decent knife if you're a police officer.
1: Now, what makes me curious, like, I have no idea um, about this, but... Um, you know how in New York they had that gravity law for a long time that basically made carrying any knife yeah. literally like just the worst? Um, did, do you know if cops in that area at the time who were enforcing the, those laws so aggressively, did they carry knives? I assume they're above the law over there. Probably so. <laughs> probably probably you think that they still carried, but then they also like just abused people who did as well. Pretty much. Well I mean when you yeah, think about it. I think some of them did.
0: Get... I don't think all of them necessarily did. Well they can get uh, equipment that we can't get as civilians, right? I mean they can get OTF someplace you can't places you can't get OTFs. So probably. You know.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, um here's some uh so I think I think the place I don't to be frank, I don't hear about when I do hear about knives, it's bad, but generally speaking I rarely hear about knives in the news. Um it's almost always guns, yeah so like when I think about like when I'm looking at like you know knife um n- like knife crime related news and stuff like that I usually look to countries where guns aren't really allowed because that's where the focus yeah. gets turned to knives instead and so some because you know like that's that's an interesting like point is that like um you know in places that ban guns they always move on to knives after that uh, so like you know you have like the UK, for example, um, they have like a they or they they think they have a really bad knife problem in the UK.
2: They really emphasize it on a lot of media. Uh, They've even considered banning certain types of kitchen knives, like pointed ones and stuff. Yeah, which is just a that's ridiculous. Yeah.
1: So yeah, exactly. So there is um there is a knife company that wants to sell square tipped kitchen knives. Um, so they're basically kitchen knives that don't have a tip, you know. Not. They're, they're more like a warning tip, <laughs> more like a warning tip than um, you know, not even a, but not even like a useful like a razel, you know, like you know that kind of thing. They're just like the where the razel would be, right, where that short edge would be. Um, the scraper it's just flat. There's just no yeah. edge. And I'm like, you know, that's fine. Like you do that if you want to, but, I mean. <laughs> Good luck cutting a watermelon, bud. Like, well, I guess you could still, but I mean, it's just, it's so much more struggle for no reason. Not like, And the other thing is, you know, just because you sell knives that don't have a tip doesn't mean someone can't just make it tipped, right? Like you just grind it into the shape of a tip. its You can do that with pretty much any tool. You can even do it with yeah. just like sandpaper if you really wanted to. But I'm just saying like, I, I don't really get it. Like, I don't know. <clears throat> So basically but, yeah.
4: the media hates knives. That's why um, that's why like I've never Which is yeah, interesting. I've never personally had because, like well, bad experience with my knives, like opening them. But I know a lot of people like have been questioned, like, why do you have a big knife? Like none of your business. Literally none of your business. <laughs> like who are you?
2: I haven't ever, but it's I think it's because of where I I'm at. Yeah. Um they're really common around here. But in places like New York, California, places like that. <gasps> you're gonna get questioned a lot more and it's it's ridiculous it's a tool there's no difference in pulling that out in screw. well pulling out a screwdriver in public would be weird too but <laughs> but no one's gonna be like oh gosh don't kill me with your screwdriver yeah I, I don't know it seems ridiculous yeah
1: um also there's the um so i posted a graph the first graph you see it under bbc so it stands for British Broadcasting Corporation. Yeah. Um, but those are stats from the um, like from the UK. <laughs> I think that's really interesting. I don't know, like it. It
2: really is, um, because it's such a small like section in comparison to the fact that glass and bottles have their own section, and it's almost as big as knives, like. <laughs> What
1: the heck? Yeah, so what we're looking at what, is, what is other? Um, a pie chart showing, you know, what tool or implement or whatever was used to um was used like in crime. And um almost I think oh yeah, so 79% of the crimes involve no weapon. So just people using their fists, right? Good old fashioned like punching people and stuff, kicking them whatever. And then 9% is like other and then six, only 6% of their crimes involved knives or other stabbing, stabbing implements. So, you know, ice picks, knives, whatever. Screwdrivers. Yeah, 3% are glass pencils. bottles, which means that that's actually very realistic when you see in the movie someone breaks a bottle somewhere and then they have a sharp, <laughs> you
2: know. Dude, breaking bottles is hard.
1: Yeah, it's not as easy as they make it look, but, (laughs) um, and they make it so clean every time and it's whatever, but, uh, and then there's, but, um, but there's also the chart right above the pie chart, which shows like, you know, um, when people do use a knife, what crime do they use it in? So, and you'll see that like the smallest percentage (laughs) is in attempted murder, homicide, rape, sexual assault, like
2: that's because it's it's a dumb weapon to yeah use it's like i will actually, get this stick like, and hurt you <laughs> but it's like literally all th- yeah. the three categories that have it actually in like some amount of use are categories where there's borderline no contact between the knife and the person right
1: so threats to kill so when you don't actually want to kill someone but you want to scare them a knife is very effective because the media makes people scared of knives right you see them in entertainment they're scary and they can want it ko you um there's you know <laughs> assault right um there's robbery Rob- knives are great for robbery if you're not allowed to have a gun because like as soon as you whip out a knife people just give you what they want especially if they're scared of it you know
2: yeah and the the assault thing too that's not necessarily assault like actually cutting somebody with a knife i think that would be grouped at that point into
1: attempted murder i don't um, even know that's how that statistic works actually <laughs> like know, it's, a little strange. it's weird how you can how they would classify it as like you know assault but you're not actually trying to kill them when you're using a knife that's kind of weird but that's spread in for you they're kind of weird who put this uk yeah. zombie knife ban oh,
2: yeah. yeah i i did that actually what is um, that? so oh, a couple a few years ago they banned anything that they classify as zombie knives Good. so anything of that kind of green color anything that looks ridiculous and impractical um So your hatchets that look like tribal symbols with green paracord on them, that's illegal now. Um, I don't necessarily agree with this (laughs) ban, but but you shouldn't be carrying these in public anyway, first off. Oh, those Um, are some
1: wicked dives. Um, Very interesting.
2: Yeah, so I'm sure we all know someone in real life who... Would possibly own something like this or hands on something like this. Um, Those people are typically not very dangerous.
1: Yeah. Also, (laughs) why are they? Why are they all green? Is that just a thing? Like, zombie knives are supposed to be green. Dude, I don't know. I've never seen a green zombie
2: before. Zombies are scary. Man, scared of green
0: zombies. Green (laughs) knives.
2: high contrast Dude, if really you think about it
4: the uk would be so screwed if they really had to have a uh, zombie outbreak they have no guns and no knives they're so <laughs> done
1: they're all gonna die what are they gonna do i i just think
2: they're gonna beat them with the back of their square kitchen <laughs>
1: knives it's just so weird when i see people's reasoning as to why they want knives banned mm-hmm. like the reasons they give are just so strange to me have you seen that one chef knife they sold in the UK where it's
4: like a big round thing at the very tip so you can't actually stab someone?
1: What the hell is that called? I don't know. It, just, but it sounds very similar to the square-tipped ones that we just talked about.
4: <laughs> yeah, but this one's it's... like just round. So it's like you can stab someone if you wanted to. <laughs> That's so dumb.
2: I, uh... I would love to see these people try to open up a bag of sand or something.
4: Cut a freaking <laughs> string off your shirt. They're just biting it like freaking animals. <clears throat>
1: I mean, you know, my deal is, like, a lot of times people say things like, um, you, like, you don't, you don't need knives that can pierce things. You don't need a tip. And I'm just like, I mean, tips are actually just useful for many applications. They're awesome. But also it's like, why does, why does, why is it when it comes to this kind of stuff, it's, you're only allowed to have what you absolutely need, you know? Because I just think of other things that people buy that they don't need. But I don't care, right? Because they want them, you know? Tips are actually super useful. Like, how can
4: you argue against that? Like, do you know how much times I clean shit out of my freaking fingernails? My knife tips? Let's be real here.
1: Come on. Right I mean, did you see? Did you see how I took apart my uh, my traditional knife, my Great Eastern cutlery knife?
2: Yeah, you couldn't have done that with a with a square knife. Yeah,
1: like what was I supposed? To, how was I supposed to get it apart mm-hmm. to begin with? Now I had to put the tip in there, and then I had to hammer it right at the right angle, and then it got a little bit of space, and then I could use the edge the rest yeah. of the way. Like this is just logic, see, guys. Well, just and you to, couldn't
2: do that without putting the tip in there and really pounding it out. Just to play devil's advocate,
0: so, I think that the argument would be that there are other tools that are not as dangerous as. Uh, and as concealable as knives that you can use for those tasks. I mean, uh, box cutters aren't, for example, aren't illegal in England. I mean, to pick your nails, you could use nail clippers or whatever, like a little, one of those files. Now, I don't believe yeah, that. True. I'm just making the argument for it, right? I mean, I think they're illegal. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah the that's, that's, that's
1: you, yeah. you know, that's canceled. <laughs> <laughs> hey
0: man, I'm saying I don't believe um, that. I mean, I have a big chest. Of he, he brought up the box better. cutter I'm just argument. But um,
1: I'm just saying, I mean, I think it's valid. I think. It's it's I think yeah. the argument is is fine if they want to say you don't need it, but I also think what we need doesn't really matter. It's like I think just wanting something is enough, honestly.
4: Wasn't it like the driving force of the ban of knives there because like they they had more stabbings than New York in one day or some stupid shit like that?
1: They have a they have a bit of knife crime, yeah. Um, more more. I mean, wall- to
2: be fair they don't have any guns yeah,
1: exactly like what, what a criminal supposed to use it's it's almost as if just because you take away a, like a a potential weapon doesn't mean that crime stops suddenly no like, yeah it's hard out there for a pound
0: i mean so. i think it's because they're so readily available i mean you can walk into you know gas stations and buy these trash ass you know gas station knives i think if they really wanted to put a dent in knife crime they'd stop uh, people from selling the cheap stuff you know what
1: i mean so here here, here's an interesting perspective from um the mayor of london sadiq khan he says quote no excuses there is never a reason to carry a knife anyone who does will be caught and they will feel the full force of the law jesus and and that means um that's <laughs> up to four years in prison if you if you're caught carrying a knife how are you gonna get your fish officially <laughs> i feel
2: threatened by this dude what you're gonna feel the full force of the law but you know the
1: funny thing is like you know you don't become you don't become the mayor because nobody else believes what you're what you're saying right like it's it's a very common sentiment and i just i actually worry about that sometimes um where i'm just like you know
2: that like the hive mind collection of scared that don't know don't what they're talking
4: about at i'm confidence. just look at,
1: like just look at corona though like just people are freaking out. I'm not saying that they shouldn't oh be worried gosh. or they shouldn't take precautions, but you don't need to buy out the candy aisle at Whole Foods and believe me, no gummies, right? <laughs> like, there's like you reasonable. You
2: yeah, bastards. Yeah, I know.
1: Like, I just went there. I'm like, all right, I'm here. I wasn't even there for myself. I was selflessly buying whole um the uh, organic Swedish fish for my sister because she likes those. I go there, everything is gone, and I'm just like,
2: Brian's over here trying
1: to be a supportive brother, and you motherfuckers bought all the yeah, gummies. Yeah. So I just think that given how quickly people are. To jump to action when they're scared i feel like it's not out of the question that you know um other countries start being more strict with knives too you know like eventually right after guns usually they aim for guns first then knives um but
2: i would love to see this mayor person go camping we're not trying to <laughs> feather stick anything bud no well, <laughs> and we sleep in cold
1: i mean
0: the law says that you if you have a good reason for it you can I was mean, just people well, who, so who have a
1: camping, very now. Yeah, it's people who are very sheltered and have a very narrow experience set, I think, who think that. I mean, to be
2: honest, the main reason I carry a knife is I feel more prepared, even if I don't use it that day. Like, I I feel more prepared to, and it's not to fucking defend myself, it's if I run into something where I have to cut tape or cut a string off piece of clothing or something like that. I like to be able to just do that. I'd like to not have to search around for a pair of scissors or something like that. I like to have it in my yeah. pocket and with me.
0: Yeah. And just to go yeah, off of that, it, I like, mean, I, I carry my knife so that I can, you know, put it on the outside of my pocket or clip it onto my belt, you know, look
1: fly for the ladies, you know, <laughs> and let's mean, be I, real. What's, what's, what's going to look, I mean, yeah. Cause I, no, no, I agree with you that. Cause let's, <laughs> let's be honest, like between carrying your knife around and carrying a pair of safety scissors, like what, what? D- <laughs> Like, it's not even close, dude, man. People you don't would look, like look at you more soldiers. strangely. Yeah. No,
2: unless they're like neon green. Um, no, those are zombie
1: scissors, then. Banned.
0: <laughs>
2: but they're rounded <laughs> off of the tip. Now they're
0: zombie, yeah. dude. You, you can't have that forbidden green.
2: Yeah, because. I like the serrated scissors so my paper comes out all ziggity zagged.
4: <laughs> 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 like <laughs> elementary scissors. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, you can get that same thing if you buy a medford. Are, okay. Yeah. Oh,
2: you're assuming a medford can cut. You paper. know the That's dumbest true. law for knives
4: for is when we touched on earlier is um the deploying action. Like they, the reason for switchblades or any type of assisted knife banning is because you could release That's, them fast. Like dude, you can do that with any the knife. The only knife that you can't hey, don't, like don't fast see
2: that they're gonna ban everything. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the only yeah. knife you can open fast is like a traditional. If it's if it's a thumb stud knife, flipper, front flipper, automatic, it yeah. doesn't matter they're all gonna open within a fraction of a second the problem with like it's
1: arguing with these people is let's say that like you know you reveal to them hey we've had these knives for a long time they open just as fast and there hasn't been a huge amount of crime with them their instant response is wait a second we missed one all right we're banning that too you're right they're just as fast like that's how they respond so it's like sometimes or the people that like ban ballast
2: songs which was that has like racist origins we're not gonna touch on that yeah but balance songs even if you're good with them they take forever to deploy like no
0: one's gonna really really cool while doing it. and then finally every you, night for it, you know?
2: <laughs> by the time you go to mug someone they're gonna have gone already the police will be there putting a handcuff on you as you're flipping your belly through the air Dude, like I know right that's so stupid. For Valley,
0: actually um he uh His his buddy was stealing from a store like the shoplifting and he got wrapped up in it like he wasn't stealing but when
1: the cops came to uh, pick them up, the cop found his battle song on him and started flipping it ar- around and just singing, felony knife. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, Classy. Now, obviously, like, you know, when you talk about this kind of stuff, you're also venturing to the territory of, like, knife rights and stuff like that, which I don't know if we've ever talked about knife rights on the podcast. Um, they, They've done some decent stuff for the community, for yeah. sure.
0: Is that really I do like that there's company? someone
1: advocating because obviously there's plenty of people advocating against everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's nice to have somebody on our side. Yeah. So, um, but an interesting quote is, um, you know, well, one, like I said before, like there's a guy who's an attorney who works with knife rights named Evan Knappen. He says, uh, if someone else were, or if someone would try to be anti knife in America, it's like people would say, why are you worrying about knives when we have all this gun stuff, which is true. Right. I think that, you know, sometimes i'm a little bit i feel like i'm a little bit like you know anti like uh what's it called anti-stricter gun stuff sometimes just because i feel like oh it's getting closer to knives i don't like that that's me personally yeah it's a slippery um, slope
2: yeah um i would like some more i'm not gonna get into this too much yeah, yeah, yeah. pissing people off i i would like some stricter control on guns for sure um at least here in in south carolina where i live Uh, You can walk in and purchase a gun and walk out within about 5 to 10 minutes um, with a gun and ammunition. It's not that big of a deal, and that's for a handgun or whatever. Um, That's just a little bit worrisome to me Um, because background checks can only tell you so much. But I I do agree with Brian a little bit. I don't want there to be... There doesn't need to be like restrictions, background checks, and stuff like that on knives. It's ridiculous.
1: Well, we definitely don't need to go, like, uk level on this stuff you know and also
2: guns are literally they're literally made for killing things that's their entire purpose knives are the oldest tool in existence that we still use yeah it's crazy how reactionary
1: people. people are yeah yeah. I mean, so you can't, um, you can't go basically nice not go knife killing th- a gun with a, with a
0: knife, right? And you can kill mass amounts of with guns, That's why it's scary that you know, these unstable people I mean,
2: unless you get like LMAX classroom. or M390. Uh, yeah, it's going to dull. I mean, you get an
0: unstable person that wants to do harm with a knife. I mean, they're going to have some trouble doing a lot of harm. Whereas, you know, you get some psycho that goes into a gun shop. You know, that's just a recipe for bad news.
4: Yeah. Basically,
1: yeah. No, um, I mean, I, yeah.
4: But uh, yeah. A lot of the knife laws are just, you know, like most laws to ban things are just ignorant and fear-based. Obviously, like I think that's the biggest thing is the the fear. and they throw like hypotheticals, like what if someone like stabbed like twenty people? It's like um and they stabbed 20 people. I don't really know why everyone else can't use knives because one person's a weirdo. Like, that makes no sense. Their
2: knife is going to be... They're going to have to sharpen at least four times in between. Well, that's the thing is, like,
4: (laughs) you've heard about that stabbing in China where it's like, five people. They stabbed, like, 60 people and, like, 20 died or some crazy shit. When the hell does that ever happen? That never happens. That's like the only time I've ever heard of that, dude. Like, (laughs) Well, you know, they they
0: have have a special technique for that because it was happening over there for a while. Like, because, I mean, people are just using knives and, and, you know, machetes to commit violent acts. So what they do is shop owners now have these sticks with, like, prongs on the end. And if they see someone with a knife, you know, you, you see a bunch of people running out with these prong sticks and pinning them up against the wall. So
4: that they can't move until
0: the uh, authorities Jesus. come. Jesus, it's pretty
1: neat. They look it up on YouTube. It's cool. Hmm. that's interesting. Um, yeah. I think that there's a there's a lot of like, one event happens and then people are instantly like, we need to change everything. Yeah, you know? one bad thing
4: happens, we should ban everything.
1: So there, uh, yeah. unless it's guns in America. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, people try though, right? I'm saying people do try and and they they don't necessarily yeah. succeed, but um. A good example of this is um, there was one time where Knife Rights was trying to um, get some laws in Texas repealed that were banning Bowie knives. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I think five, yeah, so it says, okay, it says right here five days before the vote happened, um, there was a random stabbing rampage at the University of Texas right next to the state house. (laughs) And um, the, the knife that the attacker used was a Bowie knife, which was the exact knife that they were trying to. I'm, legalized i'm
2: positive that's a coincidence that, it was that, a coincidence that's absolutely no, no it
1: was a coincidence Dude, but yeah
2: so that's not a coincidence <laughs> that's i hate to go all conspiracy theory mode but that's bullshit's what that is
1: <laughs> but well well one student ended up dead three ended up wounded and so um it was difficult to get the bill legalized obviously because he was trying to legalize a knife that had just been used in a crime now if we go back yeah st- you
2: he might as well have gone home after that right one. but if we
1: go back if we go back historically right like In Texas, how many people get stabbed by Bowie knives? Like that was like a once in a lifetime thing, right? But just because it happened one time, people are like, oh no, you know, I don't know if we can legalize that anymore. Um, So they ended up compromising. The bill still got passed. But, you know, people got, people were pissed. They were like, how could you legalize something that was just used to kill someone? Um, I just feel like it's such an emotional response. Like nobody takes into perspective, like, I'm not saying that each life isn't important, but, you know, just like, how many people were affected and like the context right of like how how often this happens I think it'd happens. be interesting
2: to do a poll to see how many people in the United States carry a knife daily and use it for you know whatever compared to how many people oh. are stabbed daily like it's it's probably nowhere close cuz at least again around here it's it's super common but almost everyone i know like carries a knife every day it's usually a a piss poor knife or like a hand me down or something yeah. like that. But it's, it's so, it's, you're, it's weirder around here to not have a knife. But I never hear about
4: anybody getting stabbed. Ah, yeah, exactly. Because they're poor you freaking know. weapons. Especially if you live in a state where guns are legal. Why the hell would I stab you when I can shoot you? Like, let's be honest here.
3: <laughs>
4: yeah, I mean,
1: yeah. The, the, the
2: way. Why yeah. the hell would I stab you when I can shoot you, Vex?
1: <laughs> the way I see it is because, like, I don't remember, know if you guys remember, but in our very first episode, I explained, like, why I didn't have a knife for so long in my life. Because my my yeah. parents are really scared yeah. of knives where they were now they're not cuz they're so you know I <laughs> do knife stuff all the time but um but my parents were really scared of knives and you know it's it's so strange cuz like it's not like they thought I was going to stab them or like I couldn't just use like if I really wanted to for some reason kill my parents I couldn't use one of the kitchen knives right but for some reason having a knife that was smaller than a kitchen knife and that could open and close that what was that's what was scary yeah cuz it's concealable that's, that's why what? Okay. In my own house, though, what I mean that's kind of me? the that's kind
0: of one of the big arguments behind them, right? It's because you know if you're carrying a big old you know kitchen knife or a cleaver or something, people are gonna notice. But if you just have I a am, knife in your pocket, no one knows.
4: You know. Yeah,
2: I would be much more concerned if somebody pulled out a fixed blade than I would uh, a a fault. Which oh yeah, those I dudes Karen are psychers, dude. Fixed blades are pretty common. Well, fixed blades are pretty common around here too, because there's a lot of like hunting. Yeah. Um, so people will, like belt carry stuff. But yeah, if you're carrying like a cleaver,
4: yeah, you're on another like, level. No one's gonna come of, near you, you in the ICP or
1: something. Yeah.
3: think that's <laughs> gangs in New York.
1: Gangs in New York. You ever think like, um, oh, well, so at the very end of this article, like, there's um, there's someone who is the mother of the of the student who died in the stabbing. At, uh-huh. at the University of Texas, and, you know, she was shocked that the knife bill passed, that they legalized the Bowie still, despite the fact that her son passed away. Yeah, And, you know, it's like, man, I feel really bad for her, but at the same time, like, I, I think from my own perspective, like, I mean, I, I don't want to think about it, but, like, let's say a friend of mine or something, because I don't have a son, right? Yeah. Um, Let's say a friend of mine, like, got killed by scissors. I would I wouldn't start saying, like, all scissors need to be banned, you know? Yeah. Like I'd be I would be devastated and I'd be really sad that my friend passed away, but I wouldn't be like, Oh, now we gotta ban all the weapons that are, you know Well you know
2: it's just- I think at that point it's it's an emotional reaction instead of a logical one. So you're and you're a fairly logical person most of the time. <laughs> um
4: the damn way. So
2: <laughs> No, I'm not saying what he does is sane. I'm just saying you know, he's more logical than emotional. Um he has no emotional ties to anything, everything nothing is sacred with Brian. Um but, like, of course she's going to be upset. Yeah. Most people would be, but that doesn't make it right, you know? Yeah. Um, For her, I hate to say it this way, despite her loss, that would be kind of punishing everybody for one person doing something bad. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which is not fair, like, at all.
1: Do you think that, um... So here's here's the interesting thing. No one no one's arguing this right now, like I said, because um people are more concerned with guns in our country than knives. But, you know, do you think that um anyone has a responsibility to portray knives and or to ask for knives to be portrayed in any way? Like do you think, like for example, um, you know, when you see like the Sebenza in collateral, right? Right. Like, I don't know if Chris Reeve sponsored that or something in any way. Or if they just... I don't think so, because it was very, very... You think brief. they just, like, decided to use a sabenza? Uh, probably so. Okay. Well, let's say hypothetically that, you know, Chris Reeves... I don't know why Chris Reeves would do that, though, so I, I also agree they probably just randomly picked a knife. But, um, assume, like, if we were to pretend that, you know, CRK were to sponsor using their knives in, like, that sort of way where, you know, he not only cut zip ties, which is awesome, but also goes and stabs someone in the leg right after. Uh, Do you think we as a community should be, like, tell knife companies, like, hey, you know, um, (laughs) maybe we shouldn't depict knives like that? I don't know. I think it's a poor argument to even, like, try
4: to justify, like, a movie scene and say like oh that's why
1: we should ban something it's like it's a fucking movie it's fantasy yeah it's right but, but understanding that people <laughs> actually take that shit seriously and think to themselves knives yeah. are so deadly they want it ko the low-level noobs you know like, like hey dude he just, <laughs> he
4: just cut his leg
1: that's it like that's a that wasn't a good move you could have shot him <laughs> yeah but do, yeah do, do you think do you think that given how people misinterpret the importance of movie events? Maybe knife companies should stop supporting knives being used that way in movies. Mm, I don't think it really matters, honestly. Like, they're going to use um, a knife regardless
4: if they want to. It doesn't. It, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't depend on the
2: brand. I don't think it's. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have any right to really say. I think it's. I think it should be up to the to the brand themselves. So I think if a <laughs> knife is used, um, they should probably get some sort of sanction from it because certain brands are going to be okay with it you know like zt Mm -hmm. benchmade they're not going to give a shit yeah
1: it's free advertising Um,
2: certain other brands are probably not like like chris reeve probably don't want anybody getting stabbed with a sebenza in a movie
1: yeah right like i would actually think that chris reeve would dislike that um yeah because he does not market Um, his knife as a combat knife whatsoever it's pure work knife no it's yeah, it's just for
2: like everyday use some companies, uh, again, would like Microtech.
1: They obviously, like, yeah, they, they came out with that tech. No. For, they probably oh, even they don't want it, right? They, I'm sure <laughs> Microtech actually approaches like John Wick, right? And like, oh, probably the, so.
2: They're like, we'll give you two thousand, three thousand dollars worth of knives, just to go on screen. <laughs> I'm to go sure, I'm the sure they
1: they they ask for that kind of thing. Like, they probably sponsor or something. Oh, yeah, they There's some relationship, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But I'd say in the case of the Sebenza being used in collateral, probably. I can't really see Chris Reeve doing the same thing, you know.
2: spider is one I'm I'm actually not sure about because the, their knives that are used in movies are typically like for combat, um, because they they kind of do they make some knives that are strictly for self defense.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's I think Spider-Co would be fine with it, man. They make uh, they make autos, you know, they make the Yojimbo, which is a well, like fighting knife, you know. I mean, right? No, Spider-Co you know.
1: definitely, um. They they do actually approach like movies and you know TV shows to show their knives. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know like the Spyderco Harpy and Hannibal, the Endura, like I mentioned in Walking Dead, which is a huge show, um, or the was the
2: military's
1: in several movies. Right. So I think they definitely do. Um, they do want that exposure. I'm sure it helps them sell. Like people they see they make it. a
0: knife called the Introvert, which I mean, I don't know, it's a small knife, but it. Uh, you, I mean, I think. The whole idea behind I calling it the introvert it is. is, you know, to make it seem kind of, kind of
1: sketchy. Know what
0: I mean?
1: Wait, hold up. weren't we supposed to do like an advertisement at some point?
0: Yeah, before this we were, but What's... we just kind of, you know, breezed right through. Okay.
3: It.
4: <laughs> um, all right. We'll we'll be right back. <laughs> A little new topic. We're gonna talk about handmade knives versus CNC. So. They're the same thing. You mean they're the same thing? (laughs) Uh,
2: Depending on who you ask, they're the same thing.
0: (laughs) Well, I think a better better distinction to make is handmade customs versus CNC customs.
2: Yeah, that's that's Brian Nadeau makes handmade custom
4: knives. Yeah,
1: but the thing thing is, like, like, okay,
4: the thing is, people try to discredit CNC made knives or. Like, you know, mostly CNC, CNC made knives. Like, all the parts are CNC'd or water jet. They try to discredit the price because there's no handmade aspect to it. Like, oh, you didn't finish all those. There's a lot of hand finishing yeah.
2: to CNC knives. Yeah, though. but
4: I'm trying to talk for the normies because. <clears throat> oh, okay. I apologize. <laughs> CNC knives
2: are. CNC knives
4: are- useless yeah they're all they're all bad they're not they're right there yeah,
0: they're all awful man this trevor burger is trash,
1: so I think <laughs> you know there are some things that are cheaper depending on how you do them yeah um so you know when we're talking about like let's say you cNC machine apart, you know obviously you have to take into the time it takes to like learn how to cNC and program it properly and you know
2: also, you have to like own a couple hundred thousand dollars right, to so buy a Right, so there's the investment
1: and in cap. There's the capital investment, like getting the machines. So yeah, there's some costs for sure. Um, where it gets more iffy is when we start talking about okay, now you you have these costs, et cetera. You already paid all. You have the machines. You have the expertise. Um, now you start cranking out your model, right? Like your handles. Um, and then it depends on the finishing, really, because finishing is like a bulk of the cost. Um, e- even yeah. with like bad tools or like a little bit of chatter, you can get the rough shape that you want, but it's finishing it up to be like exactly how you want it. That usually is a, the primary cost, you know, like lapping and stuff like that, getting a polish, whatever. Um, that tends to be the most time consuming, I think. So I think when you have CNC makers who just cut something out and then blast the shit out of it, like sandblast <clears throat> or bead blast it, that's like, yeah,
4: Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's where I'm at with the whole process. So I don't really care what process you use to get it. I don't care if you freaking sanded it down with a piece of sandpaper to get the shape. As long as it, the finished product's good, who gives a shit how you got there?
2: Well, there's some hand, like Aaron Frederick, for example, literally hand files his knives, and they're like three, $400. Yeah, and that took
4: a long time, obviously. Like, oh, yeah, hell
2: yeah. But they're probably not... Not to discredit him, I've never held any of this work, but they're probably not quite as well fit and finished as a $2,000 Brian Nadeau custom. Yeah. Um, just because the the time you have to put into a knife you expect to charge $2,000 for is a lot more than the time you have to put in something you're charging $300 for. Yeah. Um, and, and whether it be CNC or handmade, um, like you said, it's a lot, a lot of finishing. Like You have to get this stuff to be perfectly aligned if there if if you have poor tolerances you're going to get you know blade play uh detent rock things like that that customers are not going to tolerate when they're paying custom knife yeah. prices.
4: another thing people need to understand too is when you buy a cnc made knife cncs are expensive as shit and that's not even counting like insanely the insanely expensive the education that goes into learning how to use it like I could buy a CNC tomorrow and um, it'd probably sit there for about two years before I know what the fuck I'm doing with it. Like, I, I, know, I really wouldn't know what to do. Are,
0: some people are buying expensive CNCs and they're making, you know, uh, takedown trays right out the gate. So I think they're pretty easy to learn, you know? Oh,
4: yeah, that's Must true. <laughs> that is very true.
1: I'm
2: literally sitting here looking at a used 5-axis CNC for $300,000.
1: Yeah. Well, that's a little excessive, like, but yeah. I don't
4: know how much a CNC costs, like a decent one that you could pump out knives with, but I know it's not cheap.
1: I think
0: you can right. get that like yeah. bare bones cost
4: one for like 35000 something like that. Yeah. yeah, it's a... For only 35000 yeah. Well, yeah, That's and then you
1: gotta we... pay for tooling and stuff, obviously, but... Then, yeah. Tooling costs. Um, no, I mean, it's it's there's a huge <laughs> capital investment. <laughs> tooling <laughs> costs are a real thing, for sure. Obviously, though, um, your tooling costs increase depending on the level of finishing that you do, right? So, obviously, if you're changing out your tools more often so they get less worn out... Um, you're, it's going to cost more, right? Cause you're paying for more tools. Um, so the less wear that you tolerate, the less chatter that you tolerate, the, le- and you know, the more finishing steps that you do, like, you know, higher and higher, like lapping films, right? Like that's just going to cost more. So I don't look at it as just like, this is a CNC v- knife versus a handmade knife. I also look at within CNC knives, there are different levels, obviously. Oh yeah, for um, sure. Actually, the levels are hugely different. Um, so, you know, if I, if I look at like. Obviously, like we had Sky on um, last episode, and you know, you look like the Grims of a knife. I never, I'm gonna handle one soon, um, the Norseman, like AMW's Norseman, but you know, just based on like what I've seen about the process, like it looks like they spend a lot of time on finishing, right? Which increases cost. So the a lot. finishing
2: on the knife is fantastic. The machining on the knife is absolutely amazing. Um, I'm again, I don't necessarily think it's worth you know almost a thousand dollars. But it's impeccable Mm -hmm. compared to even stuff from like Riot that I have. It's it's awesome, but they do a lot of finishing on it, and it costs a lot of money to get there.
1: Like, well, you had a Spectre at one point, right? Or you handled one? Me? No. No. Okay. Uh, well, wait, Vex, have you handled any like both Spectre and Grimsbo? No.
4: Yeah, I've handled a Grimsbo very lightly Yeah, Blade
1: HQ. I've never like owned one, so I can't really speak on it. Oh, okay, so, okay, so none of us have like really handled both. Yeah, pretty
4: much, unless T has, unless he's dead. <laughs> yeah, Taz,
1: have you have have you handled both? That'll yeah, no, I have not handled either actually. That'll do it. Really? Yeah, because I, I've handled a few uh, specters. Um, <laughs> no, honestly, I wasn't really like. I just look at the specter, and I was like it's nice I like it but it's also very blasted like it's not like heavily finished knife yeah you
0: know here's the thing about both of those is they just don't really interest me like the the coolest thing about the Spectre for me is you know that and the defense system and you know other than that I mean I have other stuff that I much prefer you
4: know yeah
2: so- I really liked the blade shape on the Norseman which is what originally got me interested in it but after handling it it's just not for me yeah
1: Seeing that one's too no. weird.
0: No. You know? I mean, I
1: don't know. Now one thing that's interesting to me actually, um, I didn't really think about this for a while, but you know the uh milling lines on the Norsemen? Yeah. Yeah. So this is a misconception that I had for a long time, but those like a lot of times people say like, you know, you leave the milling lines so you didn't do that much work on the blade. Yeah but they still do a near mirror polish on the blade which is more work than most people the, do with the regular grind
2: the milling lines are very very rounded they're not sharp they're nowhere close to sharp they're super rounded and literally every inch of that blade is like so so shiny yeah so it's, it's really it's just a aesthetic really well thing done. actually
1: yeah and while i personally would prefer if it didn't have it cuz i don't like the look of milling lines I can't really say anymore that it's a cheap cheaping out kind of thing. Yeah. Because they could easily just not have the milling lines and just, you know, just polish it after or whatever. But I like the milling lines. I think I think it's distinctive. Yeah, it's some
4: flair to it.
1: I just hope we don't see it on more knives. Like because on some knives, it really is cheaping out on other knives. Uh um, (laughs) doesn't. I wasn't going to say it. but (laughs) I mean,
4: Uh, I get it. It does look cool. But, like you said, if you're going to take that much process to, like, make it look pretty, you might as well just finish. Just take out all the lines. Like, come on. Just take them out. Oh, no, man. I don't know, man. It's poor man's Damascus. <clears throat>
1: and you know what? I think it's, I, I guess people disagree enough that, you know what, it's up to them, right? Like. Yeah, exactly. It might not be my personal preference, but I, I can see that a lot of people like how the lines look. Um. Enough to justify them to continue doing it because it is a personal preference thing. I don't think it really affects performance in any meaningful way. No. And it isn't really cheaping out either. So I don't have a problem with it. Um, but yeah, that's just another case of where people said, okay, that's C- that that shows how much of a CNC knife it is and how cheap it was to make. You know? Yeah. That's what people will say, which isn't really fair. CNC
4: and cheap oh, should I mean, never be in the same sentence.
1: I'm sure <laughs> the margins on like no. endorsement and Moss Spectre are, yeah, you know, I'm sure they're
0: making good money. Percent. oh yeah Do for I mean? sure
2: like i i i don't especially on the norsemen nowadays um but they seem to have streamlined a lot of the process they're they're probably making a pretty good amount of money back oh,
1: don't it. even talk to me about streamlining when we're comparing <laughs> holton and crimson um, i'm not even gonna get into that yet we'll wait until next week um okay so but other other than them you know there's there's a bunch there's a lot more cnc makers now than before right yeah And I have to think that despite the fact that CNC machines, the cost is so prohibitive, the fact that there's so many more CNC makers sort of indicates where the money is, right? Like, that's where you're going to get your larger profits than doing everything by hand. Yeah. Um, Well, especially if you're,
2: like, a really, really big company, you can crank those out. There's no way that Riot's going to make money making handmade knives, but they can CNC the hell out of some knives. Right. Um,
1: so I do think that, you know, it's not that CNC knives are cheap, but they are um, cheaper to make than, you know, equivalent handmade, right, quality. Um,
2: yeah, if, you, if you're if you not looking at investment, if you're purely looking at, like, profit, then, yeah, it's it's for sure cheaper on that. Um, investment, you do have to take a look at as well. But in the long run, you're probably going to come out cheaper still doing CNC. But you do have to put in that time to figure out how to do it, um, again, there's tooling costs, things like that, that a lot of people don't think about that do add up, especially when you're working with tough materials like titanium,
1: um, it, that stuff gets expensive. right? And, and, you know, it sort of comes down, to, it's sort of like, you know, I mean, <laughs> I've used this analogy before, but it's sort of like people pay like, you know, a lot of money for a college education. <laughs> Some people pay for a CNC and yeah. you know, they're both investments, right? And they're both investments. So you can make more money in the long run. Right. Yeah so it it makes sense that if you pay for a college education and you take the time to learn whatever you want to learn you should pay more for your time because your time is now more valuable um same thing with the cnc if you learn how to use the cnc and you invest in it then your time becomes more valuable you should be allowed to charge more per hour right yeah um yeah. that's but exactly like i said yeah <clears throat> like i said where that gets fuzzy is you know just because you pay you have you just because you can charge more because you're a doctor well, there's still levels of doctors. Some are more expensive than others, right? Um, and you gotta actually have the product or your quality stand behind you.
4: You can't just be right. like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I got this, so I should be paying." Or yeah, like uh, you know what I'm saying. Right,
2: right. I-, I hate to. I'm not praising Brian Nadeau. I don't know him that well as a person, but his knives, like at least from what I've heard about him, his CNC skills are really, really good. And um, Vex, I believe you have the American Blade Works Model One, yeah. right? Okay, so that knife was also CNC. Yeah. Um how 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 was how does that compare to a even just a
4: Riot? It's not even comparable. In your experience. Not even <laughs> comparable. <laughs> like I you should actually just leave the <laughs> call for saying that. Just kidding. What the, no, uh, the Riyadh was better. No, you I, mean?
2: I actually handled one from his his first batch and it mm-hmm. was it was not it also had milling lines on the blade, but they were not nearly as good as the Norseman. It just wasn't just because something's CNC does not mean it's good, and just because it's CNC doesn't mean it was bad. Like there's, just like with handmade yeah, exactly. knives, you can make a piece of crap, like, uh-huh. or you can make something amazing. There, there's all that that range there. Um, so charging a relative amount is important as well. So don't, never buy a CNC knife and think, oh, this is <clears throat> quality be, just because
4: it says CNC. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No. If they don't know what they're doing, if they don't put in that time and that work to figure out how to work the CNC machine, it's it's going to be garbage.
1: For sure, I I also think that people flex what CNC they have a little too much. I don't really care. Um,
2: like like uh, what was it? We with
1: the Escaton. Yeah, uh, yeah. Did, did did they say what exact? I don't I don't remember. That that is a heavily CNC machine though. Um, it's yeah. But you know, I mean, sometimes people are like I got this model, and I'm just like, okay, but I don't really care like what you do on your knife that was a good yeah exactly. (laughs) you know like like show me the knife like people take pictures of their cncs and all their equipment and at the end of the day i'm like you know there's still a person behind all that stuff um
2: well it what it came down to was it was either that cnc machine or a you know new 2020 (laughs) f-150 and (laughs) the pictures were going to get posted of one or the other and if they're driving a 98 hyundai sonata then they're going to post pictures of their ZNZ.
1: yeah now there are there are some instances where i will say that you know handmade still has superiority but only temporarily cuz if you think about it there's nothing that a person can do really that a machine cannot eventually do just as well right yeah it just takes time right like it just takes like you know time to make that machine like be able to make it that complex first of all um second to make the machine be affordable enough that even if it's able to do the job it's worth it you know stuff like that um but you know one aspect where i see machine like machine done stuff suffer is grinding like i talk about grinding like blades well even companies
2: like riot i I keep bringing up because they cnc a lot of their knives they hand ground a lot of their knives don't They, they
1: they hand grind everything yeah
2: that's what i thought
1: um well um, and that's why you see the Riot edges being less overheated on average than say like you yeah. know your average spider co yeah um you'll, you'll also notice that it depends on the steel and how sensitive it is to overheating so the m like m4 is usually more overheated than a lot of the other steels when it comes from Benchmade and spider co um well, and you see
0: that those that uh, ream blades and hand ground blades in general are a little
1: bit more symmetrical. Than the grinds are are actually good. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and there's another thing I should mention though. Just like with CNC, just because something is hand ground does not mean it's good or bad. Like yeah. you can hand grind and be absolute dog shit, or you can hand grind and be really good, right? Yeah. Like, you know. But uh, I mean that should be obvious. But I, I see a lot of times people are like, oh, it was hand ground. So, you know, it can't have been overheated. And I'm like, "Bruh!" Oh, it can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you see that video where I just shoved the Bark River into the grinder? And like,
2: um, I didn't watch the video of the Bark River. <laughs> I did watch the, um, uh, I believe it was the Instagram post that you were talking about. Basically, that steals a really piss poor conductor of heat. Yeah,
1: like heat does not travel very quickly from like where you're grinding to where your fingers are. So you can basically burn the like I burned half the blade of the Bark River off and I never felt any heat on my on my thumb, which was on the blade. Um, it's just stuff like that, you know, like people, people just no matter what you're doing, whether it's hand grinding or doing CNC stuff, you just have to learn. You know, you just have to learn. You have to
4: put the time in to get good at it. You just can't. Yeah, exactly. Like you just can't buy a machine or like say if I start grinding my own knives and I'm like, oh, my knives are going to be way ground better than my machine knives. That's not true at all. Like, right
2: or if you buy a CNC and just think you're going to start magically making knives yeah.
4: that's you got to put a lot of, of time in to get good at things that's <laughs> that's just a fact of life unless you're like omega brain and you just fucking pick up things instantly which almost never happens
2: but yeah especially not with the CNC um you're basically programming it at that point um and it's it's just it's a yeah, lot exactly. it's a yeah. lot of I lot
1: think power. where people get complicated more than the difference between you know, CNC and handmade is what cost should look like. Yeah. Cause we, we gave some reasons for why CNC knives should cost a bit, right? Like it's, you know, the investment, the time to learn, um, you know, stuff like that, tooling costs, whatever. And then there's also the reasons people give for why handmade knives should be expensive. You know, obviously the fact that you're making it by hand, it's very time consuming. You have to be very careful every knife, individual knife, like, you know, um, it basically is its own, is its own thing, right? Like, um, so, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, like, you know, people, I think people try to broadly say one should be more expensive than the other, Yeah. which I'm not, I'm not, I am i do not really agree with it all. <laughs> no, I don't agree with uh, you either. But, but I think both are, well, I don't know. Like, it, it's hard to say because, you know, when we look at production knives, right, which are also many times like CNC'd or whatever, um, machine ground, et cetera, yeah. um, we look at that and we say, okay, that should be less expensive. Yeah. Right. So I mean, I don't know. Like the the real debate I see people usually have is like production versus custom, which is just like just kill me apples and oranges. Every every time I see that debate, like what counts as production, what counts as a custom, which I see like pretty often, is I'm just like. I will say I have a uh, a,
2: quote unquote fully handmade so no CNC uh, custom uh, that I actually bought from Will. Um, it, I'm not sure if it's just this maker or not, but it seems like chamfering is a lot harder to do by hand. Yeah. What's <laughs> uh um, one hundred? It's. Right? Oh gosh, dude! I can't even pronounce the is that German name, custom guy's name. Yes, it's the okay. German custom one. Um, it's it's so so angular. Um, but literally almost any knife that I've ever held in my hand is is more comfortable than it is, um, and that's you're not going to get the same level of exact detail with a handmade knife unless you do pay a lot,
1: mm-hmm.
2: a lot, a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because getting those those last few little details in, and, and this is the case for like a lot of uh, you know South African custom knives, a lot of the ones that I've held at least are kind of blocky, not super contoured, and that's not the case for all of them by any means. Um, but a lot of them don't chamfer their knives, which I, I don't really understand, but you also get them for pretty good prices.
4: Yeah, I mean, that's
2: fair.
0: I mean, I think the whole uh, customer's production thing is pretty played out because you can always, I mean, you have your, your small batch kind of custom production companies like your Grim's Bros and your whole your ProMix, you know, name yeah. one. and then you have your, yeah. your custom CNC makers. I mean, I would consider like Trevor Burger one of those. And then you have your handmade custom. Right. Um, stuff like Wells, like, uh, you know, Jason Guthrie, you know, I, I think it's pretty easy to determine between the you know different kind of genres. People just like to argue, yeah. honestly.
1: Now, yeah. despite yeah. me not caring really, if people use CNC or do everything handmade, I still think that people owe it to their customers to tell them which one they do.
2: Oh, for sure. Uh, I, like if I'm paying for something, I I I don't really care either way to be honest. I'd I'd probably prefer CNC to handmade, honestly. Um, but at least tell me which one you're doing. Yeah. Well, I
0: mean, can you really think that many people are you know using CNC and not saying so or making it obvious?
2: Yeah, you can generally tell anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, if you've handled the I think you have to be done if you can't
0: tell if something's CNC or not. Yeah, although what do I know? I probably handled knives that you know I couldn't tell <laughs> that were CNC. So,
1: I mean, it can be hard to tell sometimes. Like depending on what type of grind is being done, if it's machine ground or, uh if
2: it's really damn well handmade, like everything's even and flush and all that stuff, um I, I could see that. But a-, a lot of the handmade knives that I've held, whether cheap or expensive, just. There's always like a little bit of unevenness. Yeah,
1: that's true. You know the weirdest thing is when you see unevenness on a machine ground knife, and it's like, but why, dude? <laughs> like, you ever bench see? I... Well, not, yeah, not <clears throat> not just bench trade though. Like, right? Like when you look.
2: No, they're just the one that the
1: jokes always yeah, made about. Yeah, but obviously bench trade comes to mind. Um, you know, ZT with well, well. being off. Yeah, like honestly, oh, yeah. I, is there? Like I don't, I don't know if the, there's very few companies that are actually like pretty much perfect on their machine grinding. Yeah, it's
4: very hard to achieve.
1: I mean, Riot does the hand grinding on their blades, so I guess I can't really. speak Sure, Grov. Do they machine grind their blades? Yes. So, well, Shiro's are actually is that done? Nice. In, is that
2: done in Russia or China? That's kind of what bugs me about
0: the whole complaints about you know uneven brands. I mean, what are you expecting if you're going for these you know high output production companies? If you really want something that's going to be you know perfect. You should and yeah. you want production. You have got to go you know low batch like small batch CNC production. And yeah, it's more expensive. But if you're paying for a lunch range, you can get
2: if you really care about the evenness of the grinds that much, then yeah, just go ahead and pay for it. Like you're not going to get that from a hundred dollar knife. It's not. Gonna and the happen. other thing is you can
0: always fix it. You know, I mean, it's not that hard to, uh, to, to, uh, fix that grind.
1: Yeah. As long as you're not trash. Yeah. I mean, I, mean like... I don't, I don't, I've, I've never machine ground a <laughs> knife, so I don't know what the deal is, but I mean, even my Sabenza, which, uh, before I killed it, the, the, yeah, original swedge, <laughs> the original the the original original swedges weren't exactly even. I didn't really care. I mean, it doesn't matter, especially considering what I did to it. Obviously, I didn't care. But um, I'm just saying, like, it's surprising to me how difficult it seems to be for a lot of companies to machine grind it symmetrically. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I mean, I'm not surprised that it's hard to do it by hand. Like, I know that shit's hard to do. <laughs> but like, not being able to do it with a machine just seems odd to me. I mean, things get thrown out of calibration all, uh, like, you know, all the time. Right. Sure. Oh yeah. Do you see that infidel that where like it oh, was Oh complete... yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they, the 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 line in the middle of the infidel is supposed to go straight to the tip, and it goes like forty five degrees to the, in the other direction instead, and they just missed it completely. Are you serious? Yeah. That doesn't crazy. show that. That doesn't show
0: that you know CNC knives or anything are bad. It just shows that Benchmade doesn't care you know, there's
4: a difference. No, honestly, made. Yeah. I think
0: that's what it is, you
4: know. I mean, I understand why they wouldn't care because their knives still sell like crazy, so.
0: Oh, yeah, of course.
4: Yeah, that's don't why. Bad that's...
0: Knives, dude. I'm not <clears> one of those guys that's going to shit on lunch right all day long. I think they have some good stuff.
4: Yeah, they do. Uh-huh. But like most companies, if their consumers doesn't care, they're not going to care. Second, people oh, wow. start bitching and they lose money, that's when they start caring again. Like, oh, shit. Maybe yeah, we need you to gotta, that, go back to that. That's roots. the
1: truth. You gotta, you gotta make them lose money if you really want them to change. Exactly. That's if exactly you want to change
4: anything in life, a company, you have to make them lose money. So rob them or something. Just kidding. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I mean you Bench just gotta
0: change. Yeah. Huh? Oh, I was saying Benchmade's target audience isn't really
4: uh, shit anymore. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, I mean, see, I.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, we we talked about that on one episode though about how like while we aren't the target audience, we are large enough that they still care. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. cuz like you know when the 3V shit happened and you know people were complaining about that like that wasn't the normies <laughs> complaining about it, you know? <laughs> like nah. they don't care about the HRC, like it's 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 the enthusiast we're the loud minority. Yeah, it's the enthusiast community, but it seemed to matter enough to Benchmade that they changed it, right? They upgraded the HRC. So well, it should matter to them anyway. If they're selling these knives, don't sit there and lie to your customers about. that. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm just talking about like, you know, in terms of actually do we do we actually in practice affect yeah. things or not? I think we do, you know, when, when we care to.
2: Um, I, I think we do, depending on what the issue is with like with HRC. It's not that let, let's be honest. Um, To the company, it's not that big of a deal. It's one small aspect of the knife. Uh, it should be a larger deal because it's, you know, something that matters a lot in everyday use. But, um, you know, if, like, when a company comes out with a bad design, for example, and we bitch and complain about it, like, they don't care. Mm-hmm. But, like, ZT, they're still doing their same thing. Um, but if we complain about something that they can fix fairly easily and that actually impacts you so i think they're a bit more uh open to to stuff like that
1: yeah i mean you know maybe maybe it's just my uh abuse but um my subenza really did not survive <laughs> <laughs> like at all
2: feels bad man after will's stuff with the sabenza i'm a little i'm a little iffy on on buying your chris to be honest
1: it's weird because you know it's not like they have different machines, right? Like the machines are the same, the employees are the same. Yeah. So what's going on? Um, what we're referring to, by the way, is um just a, just not not saying this is a widespread issue. We don't know, but a lot of people we know have been having some issues with their recent CRKs. Um, oh. so you know, I mean, I hopefully that's just like we got unlucky, right? And everyone else is just like perfectly fine but it does seem a little strange that like recently it's been more like that yeah
0: well i think the worst cases are always more pronounced right so you're gonna you're gonna hear about the bad stuff more than the exactly so it might not be yeah, that there's a big issue with the cr case you know you might just mm-hmm. have a couple of people that are displeased that are coming out for a lot of them you know yeah so I don't, yeah, it's very I don't true. know if you can say that CRK is declined quality because it seems like their knives have been the same for years and
4: years. Yeah, they've been making the same knife for about
1: almost thirty years. I mean Mashiro right. has too, so whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's a anyway, good who, who's who's calling this? Yeah, are you calling this? Yeah, I think that's <laughs> a
4: good time to end the podcast because um <clears throat> it's pretty late. And um Yeah, we gotta talk about the patrons real quick though. Oh yeah, oh, yeah I mean, we're gonna talk about the
2: patrons. No one cares about I mean, the you guys. Know who you there are, as patrons. There's, you guys all know who you are. You keep this shit going, guys. Do you you um, wait. Did we uh love?
0: did we wish Echo you know a, a farewell because he's he's on death's you know doorstep.
2: <clears throat> Tat has permanently replaced Echo. He will now be editing the podcast, yep. <laughs> um, maintaining all of the financials. Um, so it's 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 up to him to read off this list of uh, patrons that we have here.
0: This list of patrons. Where is the list of patrons? Oh, no one cares about you.
3: <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs>
0: no,
2: but for real, uh, thank you guys so much. If you, if you donate, you you know who you are, and you're in the the Discord channel. As it is, um, you you really do make it a lot easier on us to keep doing this podcast and to kind of expand. Um, a lot of our stuff has improved you know audio editing um the audio quality itself brian sounded
1: fucking excellent over here wait um, i just i forgot to record just kidding kill echo
4: just had a heart attack <laughs> anyways we'll see yeah. you guys i
2: hope he's listening back to this no that wouldn't make any sense yeah should we say i was gonna say i, I wish he was listening he would have he would have <laughs> all right peace out but no yeah. uh, Thank, thanks to everybody who donates and uh, hope you like the episode. Yep. Bye. Bye.